Starkle's House of L. This is our episode for the Krypton episode Transformation. I'm Derek. I'm Frank. And we are joined by somebody we have been dying to talk to for the past several weeks since this show got off the ground on Sci-Fi. Mr. Corey Trench, how are you, sir? I'm doing very good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. You work for, with Krypton. Yes. You work for... So, so, so I, I work uh, as, a, as a freelance assistant editor on the show. So basically, uh, Warner Brothers, uh, I would say, writes the checks. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of my, I, my capacity, uh, you know, in L.A., when they hire editors and assistant editors, camera people and the like, you know, we're all freelance. So we're right. all kind of working uh, independently of all that. But we, uh, you know. They loan us out. We do the job, and it's it's a good job to be on. Um, and especially uh, being a fan of the show, it's like it's like a twofer. I get to be on something I really like, and uh, I get a paycheck out of it. So, and it is definitely something you really like because you grew oh, up yeah. with Superman. Oh yes, yes. Uh, I I've mentioned this before, uh, but I have been a Superman fan since I was two years old. And uh, my mother uh, made the costume for me, uh, the cape the shirt, boots, everything. And uh, I wanted to wear that every day. He's wearing it right kid. now, ladies and gentlemen, we see him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually am wearing a Superman shirt right now. Oh, okay, <laughs> well, that's it. Then. <laughs> Look, it was a 50-50 shot. I yeah. <laughs> there's, a joke, there's a joke going on in the office where uh, everyone's trying to guess how many Superman shirts I own. And I always say, I own at least three weeks' worth of Superman shirts. Mm. I, I know I could wear one every day for three days straight and it would be a different shirt every time right now i'm wearing the uh the electric boogaloo superman t-shirt Ooh, oh, very nice yeah, yeah very 90s <laughs> deep in the recesses for that one i, I like oh, that yeah, yeah do you cuts. have a um I, i've been dying to get and i haven't come across anybody at sci-fi that would part ways with one uh one of the house of l krypton shirts oh man i've been wanting one of those for the longest time Wait, so. who do we need to what place do we need to knock over i mean we'll be watch out whatever <laughs> you need us to do but we'll uh i would just hit up uh krypton the sci-fi twitter and, and just ask what's going on there just make those <laughs> available to the masses they need to they need to be out there uh right. if you are, are listening to tonight's episode obviously transformation just got done airing what an amazing episode 107 uh yes written by um, David Paul Francis, who, if you check your feed, was on uh, Star Wars House of El Krypton earlier today discussing his episode in a part one uh, interview. And part two will be available tomorrow on Thursday for where we can actually talk about with him what happened because we didn't want to spoil some of those secrets ahead of time. Obviously, a lot went down on this episode. Corey, how far in advance have you seen now? So yeah, I, I I'm you know uh, I've seen everything. Okay, all right, <laughs> nice, nice. So I'm being very careful tonight. Tread lightly, but, uh, Trench. You be very <laughs> careful. <laughs> I would like to keep my job. Very, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we um, <laughs> we want to keep but, you in it. Yeah, Frank. Yeah, if you'll, yeah. Uh, but Frank, if you speaking get the of lights. David, uh, David the writer, a uh, very nice guy. He's very talented. Yes, he is. Uh, yeah, Frank, if yeah. you'll get the lights, we've locked the door. We're not letting Corey leave until we find mm. out a couple of things. <laughs> Nope. Uh, nope. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the arrangement here. Yeah. 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 You come on the show, it's pretty much a written agreement that you're uh, you're going to get interrogated. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in the Phantom Zone? All right. So let's go ahead and dive oh, into transformation a little bit, Frank. Yeah. Well, this episode, uh, as you said, written by David Paul Francis. Um, let's let's jump right into it, shall we? All right. So we see. Uh, Jaina and Sagittari running from Brainiac as he, you know, kind of makes all the, all the other Sagittari into, uh, instruments of his will, right? That's where we're beginning and they're all becoming his disciples. Uh, but, but Jaina and, and, and not, not very many get, get away from, from Brainiac. Uh, he calls out Darren Vex for his part in the coup attempt and Darren denies it at first, but eventually he sort of, you know, uh, has to has to give in, and I, I guess we'll get to that. But he very clearly says there is no more voice of Rao, no more Goldie only Wilson. an agent of Brainiac. No more Goldie Wilson. I asked David, no more, how he referred to this change in the script, and obviously he was referring to them as the agent of Brainiac. 
Corey, from your point of view, you've obviously been in the editing bay. You've seen these characters yeah. uh, from the pilot moving forward now, and we talked about how dramatic the change is for almost every character in the show on, on this episode. Their, each of their lives changed dramatically in 107 where do you what's kind of the feel there in the offices of of the overall arc of season one i mean do you you guys are obviously are pretty proud of uh yeah what you've put together i think seeing you guys interact with the the fans on social media has been really awesome yeah it, it's been great um i would say what, what's been really wonderful about this show um it's really you know, it's so hard to tell when you're working on it and you haven't really seen the fan reaction to everything. But as you're kind of digging into it and really, you know, uh, seeing it all come together, I think what Krypton's turned into is a real ensemble piece. Like, I feel like everyone plays their part very well. And I love the cast. I, I like each one of their arcs and uh, where they start and where they end up. And it's 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 great to see. Every, I think everyone's balanced. Uh, like, I don't feel like Somebody has too much screen time over the other. I mean, obviously, we're following Seg's story, so he he you know his role is is a big part of Krypton. But I I feel like we're getting like little little morsels here and there. I I particularly like in in this episode uh, 107 uh, seeing a little bit of Darren's um, you know his uh, reveal of his character and his backstory about his mother and his father and uh and a little bit about um you know that and then sort of that that uh sentimental feeling that he has uh for Nissa before you know obviously what he does in the episode which is I'm sure we'll get to in a minute but um it it really for me it's just been every single one of them we're all very proud I mean we're all very proud of the cast and what they've been able to pull off I mean it's just been tremendous Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I absolutely love the way, you know, getting getting to finally see, you know, Darren and, and Brainiac and, and the way that they interacted. I yes. absolutely love finally getting to see that. You know, it feels like a long time coming. We've obviously seen him talking to the voice of Rao, but now voice of Rao as as the agent of Brainiac and getting to see those two, uh, you know, great great minds sort of uh, uh, getting together and using one another uh, for in the ways that they can as, as the Vex, the house of Vex tends to do. Um, I absolutely loved getting to see that. And did you guys, uh, you know, I'm you guys both being uh, comic book fans. Did you guys notice that? Um, so I noticed in the, you know, the new 52 that the arc forever evil, when they had all those uh, one shots of all the uh, villains in the DC universe, they had a brainiac number one, obviously under the Superman title. And it sort of showcased an origin story for brainiac. And uh, in that story, uh, what was kind of introduced was this whole uh, ability that brainiac had to imbue power uh, through centuries, through like agents. Um, and I, thought that was a really cool reference that we've made in the show that uh I, brainiac can apparently uh imbue his abilities into uh into other people and it, it seems like uh voice of Rao is is one of those uh agents there's been a really good amalgamation throughout the series and i guess we could speak to that with with cam's influence on his vision for yes. the show where you know we're pulling from Donner, we're pulling from Snyder, we're pulling from the comics and even, you know, maybe some some George Reeves, some Adventures of Superman stuff that uh, canvases this entire series. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We owe a lot to Cam uh, Welsh for sure. He is a he's a huge Superman fan. Just love having, you know, the, the fact that you guys are such big Superman fans working on this show, it really shows and it shines through. And, and for us, I mean, you know, D Derek and I are also died in the wool Superman fans since, you know, very, very, since we were like two or three wearing our <laughs> dish towels around our necks. Uh, yep. <laughs> so, so like, it's I'm wearing it's Corey's really... right now. I, I borrowed Corey's, so I'm wearing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's really cool that you guys are making the show and are are, are doing or you know in the same boat, um, and it it shows that that labor of love really shines through. Absolutely. How many uh, variants did you guys buy of Action Comics One Thousand? 
if I don't mind you asking. I got oh, three. Man. I have three. <laughs> I, I have the Jurgens, which is the one I wanted more than anything because it features yeah. Lois pretty prominently. Right, yeah, right, right. More than the others did. But yeah, I got I got three total. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I, I, I got two. I got two. I got the sort of the default one and then the uh the 1940s variant. I loved that 40s yes, variant. That one's good too. Yeah, that, that one looks one great. Well. I I got the um, uh, I got the default one, and then I got the uh, Christopher Reeves in the in the Christopher Reeve, the Fortress of Solitude one. I don't yeah. know if you guys have seen yeah. that variant. Nice. Yeah, I, yeah. I got that one, and then um, and then I got the uh, uh, the King's Comics version, which is uh, an exclusive that has all the Superman from all the all the multiverses on the same cover. Oh, I saw and that. A, one. That was a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that one. Yeah. So I just got that one in the mail. But anyway. Well, uh, as we as we move on in the episode, General Zod is injured. We can't take him to any hospitals because he's a wanted terrorist. Uh, and uh, some Sagittarius arrive, and Seg convinces them that he and Zod are just oh, we've been celebrating the Nova Cycle, and uh, we've had a few too many to drink, uh, you know. But I'll, I'll I'll make sure he gets uh, gets back before curfew. No, no, no worries. Yeah, uh, <laughs> mm. we're all yeah. fine here. Uh, how, how how are you? How are you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but back, uh, back with Brainiac and Vex. Uh, Brainiac says he's here to save Krypton from entropy and preserve the city of Kandor for all eternity. Darren very quickly flips and offers his loyalty. Uh, he admits that he led the coup. He names the names of people, including Jaina, uh, who were part of the coup. Um, and he reveals that he didn't believe in the voice of Rao because his family were Sithonites. Uh, and uh, they were disappeared when they didn't convert to Raoism. So he only believes in himself now and he only serves himself. And uh, Brainiac asks him, well, then what do you think we should do with these people who led the coup? And he says we should execute them, except, except let me handle Nyssa. Let me take care of Nyssa because uh, I, I want to handle her my own my own way and she's very quickly placed under house arrest Corey, do you get a luther vibe from house vex oh absolutely in fact the the it's funny you mentioned that because i remember um an early cut of 102 and um when when darren is talking to seg and you know convincing him that krypton just needs order in order to survive and you know kind of laying out the the rules of how things work around here in House Vex. And so the way he, uh, Darren, acts in that scene, um, it gave me Lionel Luther vibes. It really did. Like the machinations are putting, pu- being put in place. Like I'm going to convince you through my my words, my silver tongue, that this is this is what you want. Well, the thing I'm telling, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you about is the thing that you want, but it's through to, uh, you know, put me in, in a position of power and absolutely Darren Vex to me has always represented an aspect of uh, Lex Luthor for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a, it's a strong vibe I get. And of course I was talking with David about that today and he was like, well, you know, everybody's on the show's got a little Lex and I'm, everybody's got a little, you know, they've all got those yeah. parts and like, yeah, that's true. But really the Vexes are pretty much the Luthers, right? <laughs> like, like just straight on. Let's just call it like we see it here. Yeah, absolutely, man. Vex rhymes with Lex. That's all I'm saying. This is true. <laughs> yeah, very true. Well, uh, Seg storms into the the what we what we've been calling the Candor Cantina, and uh, <laughs> asks asks Kem to kick all the patrons out. Uh, Lyda and Seg ask for help, uh, kind of mending uh, General Zod, uh, and Kem catches them up on the coup attempt. Jaina's you know been named as the ringleader. Uh, Lyda, of course, says it's not possible. And he says, hey, I'm just telling you what, what they've been saying. Uh, and he explains that Nissa is also wanted. She's under arrest and she's going to be executed. And Seg very quickly resolves to go and uh, help her because she helped when Lyda was in need. Uh, meanwhile, Lyda wants to go off and find her mom and, and find out what's going on there. And they agree to regroup back at the cantina uh, once that's all said and done, because that always ends well. Yeah, totally. Let's, let's split, split the, up. Let's split the go- spoo- <laughs> Scooby Scooby Gang up. I can't speak tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everything will go just fine. Hey, where's Dev? Anybody seen Dev? That's good. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. Mm. Don't. Mm. I'm very worried about it. 
First question I asked David in part two of that interview, what did you do to death? What did you do? Yeah, very valid question, as it turns out. Uh, He blamed Brainiac. He he said his hands were clean. It was Brainiac's fault, not his. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not know. buying I'm it. I think that. somebody had. I think David had a little work on that himself. <laughs> I think there might be some uh, someone pulling those strings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, back at the Fortress of Solitude, Adam Strange uh, is watching as the Superman cape continues to disappear uh, in in true McFly fashion. The photo just just disappearing. Yeah. Uh, Val appears and offers to help him fix his Zeta beam. Um. And uh, at one point he asks Adam, you know, what's wrong? And he says, well, can you shoot lasers from your eyes and bench press the sun? No? Then get that thing working because I want to go home. Uh, so he's clearly, clearly very, very worried about, uh, uh, you know, sa- saving a Superman. That's like the, the foremost thing on his mind at, at this point. I just like the fact that we mentioned uh, that uh, Adam knows somebody with a power ring. Yes, the Green Lantern reference was not lost on me. Mentions, Just saying. Not, mentions yep. not only that, but mentions the Justice League in general. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, I, I, I do I do quite enjoy the fact that we're um, we're acknowledging the you know the, the larger DCU here. Like, hey, you know, Adam knows that those are the A players on his world, so why not mention them in this case? I Absolutely. Really, I really want to see Adam's world. <clears throat> Corey, <laughs> that makes two of us. I really would like to see a little bit more from Adam. <clears throat> if such a thing were possible, if it, if it's, if we can. <clears throat> anyway, uh, <laughs> lock the door, Frank. Don't let him out. Um, <laughs> It's all fine. We're all hanging out here in the cantina. It's yeah, good. Yeah, no, we're all friends here. There's no, keep keep eyes on him. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> how far in advance have you? Um, I know you said you've, you've obviously gotten to the end, but let's let's take a step back and let's talk about like maybe the end of episode five of House of Zod with that reveal. Um, mm-hmm. the, yes. the first time you got wind of that, what what was kind of your reaction that things oh, were being I- turned on their head on this show? I mean, you know, so so here's the thing. I I knew before five had a a full script because they come out with the outlines pretty early. And so uh, it was, quote unquote, spoiled for me. Like, you know, it's like I'm going to know everything eventually. But it was it was amazing. I I was very, very pleased that uh, General Zod was making an appearance on the show. It, it absolutely totally flips the show upside down. There's this huge wild card that presents itself. Obviously we all know that Zod is, uh, one of Superman's greatest enemies. Of course, Adam mentions that in, uh, episode one Oh six, but I just love the dramatic irony. Um, when Zod is explaining to seg in six, like, hey, the, you know, the reason why your grandson and I uh, didn't get along is because, you know, he didn't believe in his heritage. You know, he forgot where he came from and all this. And, you know, we know that Superman is, you know, this virtuous figure that, it, you know, uh, protects the weak. And Zod is the one that is the, uh, the, the evil force that's trying to oppress uh, the human being. So if only Seg knew exactly, exactly what these battles between Zod and Superman uh, were about, but because of the fact that uh, Ze- uh, Seg is Kryptonian and uh, Zod is, and and they have no information on who Superman is, uh, other than taking Zod's word at that point and Adams, um, you know, they have to go along with it. They have to go like, okay, well, you know, maybe I f- Seg feels conflicted at this point of like, well, maybe my grandson isn't the the hero Adam says he is. Well, and and on top of that, they've created a very uh, convincing is not the right word. What's the word I'm looking for? A very I care I about like this general Zod. Right I, like I, mean, I, 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 I want to I want to believe this general Zod, you know. Uh, and that part of that's due not only to the writing but the casting of uh, of Colin in that role, who is doing a phenomenal job. Absolutely. I mean, in 
we're totally in a different space now of like where things could go. I mean, this is obviously uh, now this version of Krypton knows that Candor, uh, that Brainiac's coming for Candor, and that the the planet's going to explode. So now that they know this ahead of time, even before Jarell is born, um, now we're on it. We're on this whole different timeline. So yeah, Zod could present himself as maybe the anti-hero, the hero that we that Krypton really needs. So that's very interesting as well. So now we're making the case that Zod, maybe Zod's a good guy. Are there? Yeah. Roles? Go ahead, Frank. I I just I I've loved following the story of how you know we think of of Superman needing to save Earth from a very Earth centric point of view, right? Like like mm. well he needs to save us, but there you know this show has shown us the the Kryptonian point of view of like well what what we want saving too you guys you can't just you can't just right. do that. And now that everyone's kind of grown accustomed to these characters, we want Krypton to survive, which I think exactly. is exactly. We're invested. Yeah. I don't, 200 years or not, I don't want to see anybody going down uh, anytime soon as, as Brainiac gets closer and closer. Um, from a, from an effects point of view, uh, seeing these dailies and everything and, and, and moving towards final effects, that Doomsday reveal last week. Oh, what, yes. What was yes. that like for you? Getting to see uh, that when, the first time. when I saw when I saw the just the first pass, like they're like, oh, we're going to do a lot more of this. This is just a rough. I'm like, oh, my good. We're, gonna, we're doing Doomsday, right? <laughs> <laughs> he actually looks like Doomsday with the bony protrusions. And he looks like not like a cave troll. And not a you know? and not a rubber <laughs> body suit from Smallville. He looks like they're. Oh, my body. God. I know. Oh. Guys, I like I like Smallville. I, I do, but man, that there there's some there there's something to Krypton getting Doomsday and Brainiac right. You know, I, I I just really feel blessed to be a part of that, to be on the show. That's like okay, we got these characters, the looks. Because man, we live in an era where getting the comic book uh, character design right or close or in the spirit of is so so important like there's no excuse like uh and especially for for a show like krypton like yeah doomsday we had to get right we absolutely had to get right and i I think they nailed it absolutely so it was a big it was a big surprise and a nice surprise at that i mean that was that's one of those you that's not like well that could be so and so i mean that's that was doomsday when i Mm. close my eyes and picture doomsday that was spot on um, is that I, a bony protrusion? Are you happy to see me? Yeah, I, <laughs> I, ugh, I don't know how you guys are not break, busting budget on a weekly basis, though. Like, it just amazes me uh, what, not only over in Belfast, but but on the West Coast, what you guys are, are able to do week to week on uh, on on a budget. I wish we, I wish I could have my post producer and uh, my VFX producer here to to tell you the ins and outs of how they've been doing it, but they've been doing a wonderful job with managing all that stuff. And obviously, uh, you know, cam has been manning the ship of like, uh, you know, he, he looks at everything and he gives notes and approvals. And, you know, I think the word synergy just comes to mind. Like there's just, we're all on the same page, you know, everything there's, there's not a whole lot of surprises like, Oh, that doesn't look so great. Uh, well let's read, let's go back to the drawing board. Everything has been planned out accordingly to where we don't have to redo a bunch of stuff. Um, so that's been very helpful because obviously on some, some shows like you wouldn't know it, but like, um, sometimes there'll be something that looks way off and then they have to redo everything and the the budget just goes through the roof. But on on this show, they've been, they've been able to manage it really, really well Well, for sure. David said something today that that got me thinking. And, and, and that is that, and it's cool to see this not only from a visual effects, heavy show and a science fiction, heavy show, but just a comic book property is that the writers, not only as the writer room as a whole, but the individual writers for the episodes have worked closely with the visual effects guys. Like David was integral in working that, those, jump ahead to the end of this ep- this episode but like the, oh yeah the, the fire circle with um with the voice of Rao 
Uh, oh, yeah. Like, you know, how that was going to look and based on, you know, David's words and what he wanted to see come to life. And I, I just think that's awesome to that marriage of script to screen, uh, which is sadly something you don't get a whole lot of these days. Yeah, sometimes they just shoot it and uh, well, sometimes they just shoot it without a script, you know, yeah. in, in some movies and some TV shows. They're like, OK, we don't we don't have time. Let's just start shooting stuff. And then they have to figure it out afterwards. And that's always the, the worst case scenario. And luckily on Krypton, like that has not been the case at all. Everything's been well planned out, but we couldn't afford it not to be uh, because everything is so. Like you said, like from the writing all the way to visual effects, like the writers talking with the visual effects uh, people, you know, it's just so helpful to nail down exactly the moments we want to emphasize so that we're getting the most bang for our buck. I guess that's the best way to put it. It's like Mm -hmm. we're getting the most out of our money as opposed to just throwing money at the screen and then never being able to see it. You know, we're just fixing things that no one else is going to catch. But in this case, you're seeing every dollar on the screen for sure. It's amazing. It's amazing what you, what, what is able to be done. And 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 we, I don't know, man. I like every every single moment. Uh, like we're not nothing is wasted on this show where we've we've already had in just the first. I mean, within the first six episodes, we had. You know, Brainiac, Zod, and Doomsday, uh, and and all all looking. I mean, you know, Brainiac with his ship and everything. Uh, that that budget is definitely not going to waste, and it's all it's all being used so judiciously and and so well, and in in in, in service of what the fans really want to see, uh, and in service of a great story. Yeah, and and I do appreciate the fact that you know, on some shows where. It's like when they have a VFX budget, it's like, okay, guys, we're outside for like uh, two establishing shots and then the rest we're, we're indoors. Everything's indoors now. You know, Krypton, at least we were able to explore outside of uh, even even um, Candor City, like in the Outlands and stuff like that. And like being able to see more. And like I like that we're not cheating the audience out of that experience that we're that we're just we're expanding the world everything and that involves a lot of the visual effects too like being able to extend everything expand uh making the ships the uh the buildings the set extensions uh just the world in general so yeah i I totally agree with what you're saying for sure you know who um who doesn't agree with what's going on is uh is is nissa She's good. She's segue. not. She's not thrilled. A good. A good. What now? A good. good a good. Good seg way. Way. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Nice. All, all, that's all the show is, uh, is puns. That's all we've got. Oh, Sorry. I love it. I love it. Huh. That's all we're doing on Twitter. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we roll. Yeah. How we roll in the house of L. <laughs> but yeah, Darren. Darren. Uh, uh, comes in on on Nissa in her in her quarters. He, he mentions he mentions her mother, which we we had been speculating about. You know, is her mother living or not? And he makes it he, he implies that her mother is not living, uh, but she's listening to her mother's favorite song and he's telling the story about when she was a child, all this stuff, yada yada. He pulls a gun on her, he fires, you know, things dads do. Um, As but do. it turns out it's a hologram. And she quickly sneaks up behind him with a knife and she makes it very clear that if he calls for help, she, he, he going to die. He going to die. It's not going to, not going to end. <laughs> uh, I fully expect Twitter to, if they haven't hated Darren at this point, they're going to hate Darren because mm-hmm. everybody loves Nissa. Every time there's a scene with Nissa on the screen, Twitter like goes, Oh my God, this is so beautiful. I love Nissa. Like this is the best. And just to see Darren, First of all, I mean, to even think about killing your your daughter, just like, oh, this is the only way. So cold, so devious, so evil, and just really shows what what lengths Darren's willing to go to to, you know, keep his uh, his place on the totem pole. And also the fact that such a beloved character. So I fully expect people are going to hate Darren for what he was going to do. But then, you know, praise Nissa for her uh, cunning ability to just know to put up a hologram, or as we like to call it, a Nissagram. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. We'll be borrowing that. Thank you. 
<laughs> yes, thank you. Neither of them wearing their murder shorts, though, so I don't know. Uh, no, no, it's, <laughs> it's it's disappointing, but but I guess it's a it's a necessary reality. No, nobody yeah. was getting murdered right here. Although when Seg shows up, he's ready to murder uh, uh, Darren. Darren, yeah, he's ready to go. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, uh, but uh, Lyda, Lyda, uh, out in the uh, out in the streets, finds Dev. He's wearing kind of a a hood situation and she's she's happy to see him you know she, he, he says that they went to kill a man and found a monster um she realizes it must be brainiac uh and she has an idea of where jaina might be so they go off in search of jaina um they're they're kicking up supplies for the journey and dev they have a nice talk about you know last time we saw each other uh uh you said that you really did love me but you know, do you do you really um run away and he realizes that uh, she's Run away. Sorry. Run away. Now's, now's the time. Get out while you can. Get out while you can. Oh, poor Deb. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But he's all like, oh, I guess, you know, you, you cared enough to lie to me. But he still, he still is loyal to her, and uh, or so it seems. And uh, they go off in search of Jaina. Well, Brainiac's good at, at deception, number one. And, I, and I'd be remiss if I did not say... We we haven't really gotten to see the chops of Blake Ritson yet, uh, up until episode seven, and man, he just kills it. Uh, oh in man, this episode is Brainiac just yeah, absolutely kills it. He does a great job for sure. He's a he's a perfectionist, an absolute perfectionist, and it shows. He uh, his his threatening words and his presence alone really carry a lot of weight. Um, along with the visual effects, you know, kind of accentuating his his uh, his overall badassness. It's quite yeah. terrifying. I mean, to, Brainiac was already a little freaky, you know, at the end of p- the pilot or the beginning of uh, at the beginning of House of L. But this is um, very off-putting. Uh, For sure, to, to yeah. see him to see him interact is is um, it, it unnerves me. Slightly, but God, he does such a good job. Uh, even if, even if the vocal effects weren't there uh, and it was just him talking, he'd still he'd still be nailing it. Absolutely, and it's and it's what you'd want out of Brainiac too. You know, it's it's if if I were to you know when I think of Brainiac, I often think of like Superman the animated series because um, mm-hmm. that was something that was very influential on me as a as a kid and mm-hmm. i often think of of that brainiac and and if if brainiac were to be you know embodied in a not a human i guess but you know if were to to take on a, a body that that's that is what i would want from him is that that creepy factor that scary factor and and just that amount of being taken over by him and 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 have his powers and uh frank locked the door on Corey. Corey, it's only mm-hmm. going to get uh, a little creepier moving forward. Yes, safe to say. Yeah. Oh, the the there that I can assure you that the nightmare fuel uh, will increase. That's a term you guys kick around a lot too. I've noticed uh, from Doomsday to Brainiac. That, I, that, is that the the uh, the internal slogan for the show buns? <laughs> <laughs> it's something I like to say. You know, just in terms of like, okay, so. You know what? What's the what's the term that would best describe, you know, what we're doing here? Well, we're fueling your nightmares. Yeah. With some with some of these villains, so I I, I feel like we're just going to be turning up the dial. I can I can assure you. Well, right now it feels like the nightmare that starts right before you wake up and you realize, geez, I got to pee. Uh, thank God I woke <laughs> up. And then you go back to sleep and you're right back in the middle of the dream and here's Doomsday actually coming out of the catacombs at you. <laughs> or, or or Brainiac actually fully infecting uh, the voice of Rao and being on the planet at some point, which I'm not saying those things happen. I'm just saying that that's you know that right now I just it, that seems like the beginning of the nightmare that I can escape until it finally comes for me in the end because I I if 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 I'm saying if doom, we see Doomsday in action <clears throat> when when we see Doomsday in action. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna run from my TV because <laughs> that thing, <laughs> if that thing comes running at me, I'm out. I am out. That that is, um, I have nothing against uh, Batman versus Superman's uh, iteration of the character, but he does not scare me uh, at mm-hmm. all. Uh, 
other than the fact I wish he'd put on some pants. Uh, that, that's the only thing <laughs> the that I shorts. found. That's the only thing that I felt. Well, I, I needed him to have those green pants on uh, mm-hmm. in, in that film. But uh, but this one just just it was you know there was that half second when the door opened. I was like, oh, that's awesome. And I didn't get yeah. the sum out of all. Oh, that's all. Oh, holy crap. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> so right Nightmare Fuel is a good terminology. Love it. I, I love the idea that, you know, for, for Richard Donner, the, the, the slogan was verisimilitude. And for this show, it's Nightmare Fuel. <laughs> oh, yeah. You oh, will yeah. believe a man can. Holy crap. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> man <Yeah>. can run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Krypton is a very scary place, guys. It's very terrifying. Yeah, it is. Apparently. Are we ever going to see some some more critters other than, you know, Wrath of Khan, up-the-nose critter? Oh, yeah. Are there, <laughs> are there any other alien uh, species roaming around anywhere? Oh, I mean, I I can imagine. Okay. But see. I want to I see some, some animals. That's another thing that I always, you know, thought about on um, with Superman the Animated Series with his little zoo at the Fortress of Solitude. Menagerie, the menagerie. What uh, if anything had been collected from from Krypton? Because there's some some freaky looking things between Doomsday and those little nose critters. I don't know what to, oh. outland creature, whatever you want to call them. I call them yeah. nose critters. <laughs> Kryptonian cocaine <laughs> with a K. <laughs> go right up the nose. Meanwhile, back with Nissa uh, and Darren, she's. She is distraught because she's given up everything to become her dad's perfect political ally. Uh, she was starting to believe that he actually loved her. She learned how to uh, manipulate people and discard them when they were no longer useful. And she says she's about to discard him now that he's no longer useful. And, and just as she's about to pull a trigger on him, she hears Seg outside. Uh, and after a little argument with a guard, Seg is allowed inside. He's furious with Darren as soon as he's caught up on what's happening. And he realizes that Darren killed Val for warning everybody about Brainiac. And now he's working with Brainiac. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he demands to know how he can be stopped. Darren, you know, after a little bit of back and forth, says it's better to comply with him than to resist and, and to die. We, we can't defeat him. Um, and besides, you know, Nissa can't leave, um, because she's wanted, so you can't kill, can't kill Darren. Uh, you need me. It'll just raise more suspicion. So you really got to keep me alive. So Darren, you know, they, they realize, yeah, you're right. Um, he calls the guards and, uh, Nissa and Seg kind of fight their way out, um, and pull a, uh, Pull a uh, Star Wars A New Hope and put on the Stormtrooper uh, armor. And can we just talk about the fact that uh, Seg has has pulled a Zod and snapped another neck? Mm-hmm. Zero yeah. days without a neck snap on Krypton. <laughs> <laughs> just reset the zero. So add, add no, reset the, the, the clipboard <laughs> to zero. But, uh, but just as an aside here, the... Uh, or, or actually not an aside, but a, a, a crucial point in this scene of Seg uh, killing somebody in, in the scene. I know that was, a, that was a big moment that we wanted to highlight. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, it, done in a very brutal fashion because Seg, we know, is a fighter based off the pilot, you know, and when he was fighting the two technicians in the tavern. And so now, uh, you know, we see his, you know, rough and tumble fighting, you know, scrap it on the floor but we also see nissa kick some butt in this scene like in a very uh she's more graceful i would say you know she actually knows some moves you know she's she kicks that guy's ass in like two seconds you know disarms him and shoots him like i i uh i remember seeing uh you know that that uh that written on the page and and being very surprised like oh nissa can fight well that's kind of cool didn't know that um and she the actress, uh, Wallace Day, pulls it off really well. She looks very effortless doing it. I so I not I, not just yeah, I her, really good. but the entire cast. As as somebody who uh, is both a writer and went to school for theater, I feel very emasculated anytime any of these people get on screen <laughs> because <laughs> of how effortlessly they do everything. Um, yeah, that it's, it's the. These roles were written for this cast. I asked David today. I said, "I don't know 
if Cam, he said Cam went to the crossroads. I said, I don't know if Cam sold his soul to the devil or what to get this cast and this crew working on this show. <laughs> yes. But it is the perfect formation. It is a perfect storm of a series. Um, yes. To have so many talented people, not only not phoning it in from week to week, but also just legitimately caring about the not only the characters, but just the the geography of the show and, and, and what has been laid out just in 10 short hours. And it's weird to think about how it's only been seven hours at this point. I'm not even seven hours, but yep. you know what I mean? Seven episodes. It's just yes, so much has... If it, if it had been a 22... I think I said this to David earlier. If this had been a 22-episode season after... The amazing episode we had last week, we'd 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 have a burner this week. We'd take a breather, uh, and and yet again we don't have time for that. It gets turned up to eleven again with this uh, with this attack on Brainiac. Yeah, we're all we're all killer, no filler here on Krypton. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no no, that, no freaks of the week. Yeah, no. no, no. I know that was something that everyone was speculating early on in episode three. Like, oh, is there going to be a monster of the week every week, like in Smallville? We don't have time. Uh, for, no time. <laughs> no, we don't have time for that. We, just, we don't have time. We, we got to, you know, move move things along here. But, yeah, that's why I like the 10-episode uh, structure a lot for, for that reason of we're, we're moving things along. And, like, there's, you know, obviously there's there's dramatic moments to take a, take a breath, but not whole episodes where we're like, oh, yeah, like nothing really happens. Like, no, a lot happens every episode. So, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, appreciate, that. I appreciate that, too. Yeah, we love it. We love I mean, I just love the pace of it. I love, uh, you know, how everything is. Every episode is again, nothing is wasted. Every moment matters. And uh, just as a quick shout out, uh, my editor, uh, Steve Haugen, uh cut this episode and, you know, he's a tremendous editor. He did a uh, episode one for uh, this episode and then uh, the finale. So I uh, just wanted to give a quick shout out to him. Right on. Back at the fortress, uh, Adam, you know, realizes he was he was an idiot to think he could save Superman, and he starts realizing, wow, this guy has a lot of a lot of nicknames: uh, Big Blue, Big Blue Boy Scout, Man of Steel. Uh, and he says, like, well, only the real heroes have have nicknames. I'm I'm a wannabe. I'm a D-lister. I'm a liar, and I'm uh, I'm gonna go home so we can we can send a real hero with it with a nickname to come and come and clean up this mess. Poor Adam, really feeling down on himself. Yeah. Wait, he's gonna go where? This is gonna gonna head back home. Nope, he's gonna go home. All right, we got it. It's official. He's going home. We're gonna see uh, modern day. Okay, cool. That's all I need. Thank you. <laughs> I just did a confirmation of that. We're gonna see modern day. Yeah. Well, that's what Adam says. <laughs> all right. I'll take his yeah. word for it. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Corey's giving us yeah. nothing on that. <laughs> oh, is, you guys. Is... You guys have to wait. Oh God. Oh. It's grueling. It is. It's brutal. <laughs> it's brutal. But but if, if we must, if the if show sucked, it wouldn't be that bad. But it's so that's right. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah. it. Because it's so good, it's like I can't wait. <laughs> ah. uh, in the Outlands, uh, Lyda and Dev uh, in their stormed uh, their stolen uh, Sagittari armor. Uh, they find Jaina, and she's happy to see Dev. Uh, you know, she thought she was the only one who escaped, and turns out you were, Primus. <laughs> nice. Please don't be dead, Dev. Mm. Well, he pulls back the hood. Now we know why he was wearing a hood. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's got he's, the got the Brainiac thing in his forehead. She She kills him. She she kills him dead. Yeah, he monologues for a little bit, but uh, Lyda Lyda, after talking about loving him, uh, shoots his arm off and and down he goes. But hey, good news that we can kill these things. That's important to know. That is good to know. Until they come back. For now. Yeah. For now. Nightmare fuel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zombie zombie brainiac sentries are all we need. That'll keep you awake at night. Yeah, no, thank you. No. Yeah, no, I'm good. Well, uh, clearly, clearly these uh, attempts to kill everybody who uh, execute everybody who was involved in the coup have failed. Brainiac says that he will let Darren live for now. 
Uh, and he uh, agrees to carry out the normal Nova Cycle closing ceremonies. Uh, Darren offers uh, to up the security, but Brainiac says it won't be necessary, and he brings in all of his his new guards, who he calls the Red Shard, which comes right out of right out of the comics. That's right. I remember I remember that from the uh, World of New Krypton story about ten years ago or so. Yep. Yeah. Um, remember that well. Solid, solid stuff. Um, Jaina explains that uh, she did aid the the coup and she did it to to save Lyda, right? Remember that she she chose her child over honor. Um, and she says she would do it again. That's a big turn for Jaina. She goes from saying, you know, you were my greatest love and now you're my greatest shame. Mm. Uh, but she says she would choose to do it all over again. Well, obviously things have changed on Krypton since that happened. Just a bit. We, we know you're, yeah, you're, you're, that, we know you have a future son that is here now. That moment with uh, Jaina and uh, Lyda, I, I consider that moment that they share right there to be... Uh, in spirit, close to the Darth Vader, uh, Luke Skywalker moment in uh, 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 Return of the Jedi because of the fact that um, when Vader makes that turn to save Luke from the Emperor, you know, it, it, it's just such a dramatic turn for his character because all up until that point, you know, he cannot be redeemed. He cannot, you know, get away from the dark side. With Jaina, I feel it's like, she will not listen. Uh, she will not put anything above her honor because uh, as a Zod, that's 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 what they are. They 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 go by honor. And uh, if they're not with honor, they are nothing. Um, and the fact that Jaina has that moment, Lida, and admits that, you know, it's a it's such a crucial element that she's willing to give up. It come. She's come a long way since the pilot in uh, her brutal uh, stabbing. uh light his hand uh (laughs) you know tough love there but now i i jana recognizes the fact that you know she she loves her daughter more than uh maybe the honor that of the zod name Corey, i thought it'd be fun to uh play a little game uh real quick and stop the recap if you're if you're uh willing a little little, oh yeah little quick uh quick fire question and answer so um we'll start with this one what was the name of this episode Transformation. Mm-hmm. And what is Batman's real name? Bruce Wayne. And what is Adam's last name? Strange. And who is Zod's father? <laughs> Dang it. Can't. I can't tried. Do that. I tried. <laughs> Good effort. That. You can't do that. <laughs> who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> almost had it i almost had it i did the same thing to david earlier and he started talking and then he was like wait a minute (laughs) wait a second i'm on to you russell i know you i know your games (laughs) all right it was worth a shot continue frank (laughs) yeah good effort good effort yeah good effort yeah thanks thanks yeah yeah i sit on i'm nothing if not conniving thank you (laughs) (laughs) oh man Okay, well, uh, uh, let's see. So I have uh, a series. So Zod brings Zod to meet Zod. Uh-huh. Everybody got that? Have here. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everyone, everyone following? It's like that part in Spaceballs. Yep. <laughs> Lord help Everybody got that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lyda brings uh, Jaina to meet General Zod, Drew Zod. Uh, and, uh, and actually, Jaina asks... Uh, General Zod, the same question you just asked Corey, who's your father? <laughs> uh, uh, but he says, you know, never knew him, just a soldier uh, who was killed in the battle for Kandor, and he that, that's all he knew. She couldn't trick him either. Nope. I think nope. it's safe Didn't to say, even with this reveal, Jaina is not trusting of General Zod. No. No. Would you agree, Corey? She... I mean, I, I would say, uh, yeah. I mean, think about it from Jaina's point of view. She's just met this man. Uh, and he makes you know, all these claims and, you know, she doesn't know him from Adam pun intended. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> and now, um, his intentions too, his intentions, like she questions him and then in a later scene, 
uh, we'll probably talk about that in a minute, but how uh, he, through his cover of working with Black Zero, uh, innocent Kryptonians have been killed. And it's like, how can you claim to be wanting to protect Krypton if you've killed Kryptonians? And obviously, you know, his his uh, whole needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, uh, you know, speech to her. Uh, so, yeah, but I would say that's a fair assessment. There's a, there's a little skepticism on Jane's part. Mm. I mean, she knows he's a Zod, you know? She she knows yeah. what that means. As much as she's sort of reevaluating her priorities, she still knows that 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 something he's he's he can't be fully trusted because his his motives may not be as pure as they seem. But his yeah, blood and... did open the door, so. Mhm. Mhm. Mm That's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, Nissa and Seg are still on the run. They they ditch the armor. She shyly, awkwardly thanks him for sacrificing his life to save her. Um, she comments how she's really bad at this, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you are bad at this." Uh, but uh, just then, a, a Sagittari squadron uh, pass by and and chase them into a dead end. They recognize Nissa, and since she's under, she's wanted. Um, all three Zods go off in search of Seg and uh, Zod general Zod explains that he aligned with black zero cause he needed their weapons and their warriors. And um, you know, he didn't think that uh, Jaina and Lyda would welcome him, but he is willing to sacrifice lives to save the planet. You know, the, like, like you just said, Corey, the, the needs of the many outweigh the, the needs of the few. And he's, he's fully on board with that. Uh, per, luckily just then Lyda finds Seg and Nyssa, uh, and she literally punches a Sag Sagittari, uh, in the face. And I love Seg's line of, you'll never yeah. be more attractive to me than you are right now. That's right. I mean, who doesn't said. love, uh, a woman that's willing to punch someone in the face for you. It's also I'm all save your it. life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and plus to save your life, you know, for yeah. sure. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, Georgina Campbell is one of the, like high, she and Wallace day and Anna Guomo, like they're all just like the, the, the highlights of, of every episode of the show. I think Derek and I mentioned it well, at least once an episode, how the women of this show are really, really, you know, outstanding. And I mean, the, the whole cast is great, but really led by these phenomenal women. I agree. Absolutely. They're all great. Yeah. Their, their performances are all transformative you might you might say uh, <laughs> uh, nice uh, waka waka that was bad you did uh, not get a point for uh, that one sir <laughs> i'm actually taking deduct, a, i'll deduct a bell ring from that i'm taking a point away yeah uh, okay away. that's fair that's fair i deserve that i'm taking a point away and i'm giving it to Corey. Corey, you're on the board congratulations <laughs> <laughs> very nice <laughs> Uh, well, Jaina thinks that Nyssa can't be trusted throughout all of this. Um, at Seg tries to vouch for her. Uh, he says none of them are innocent. You know, they've all done, they've all done things. They've all got blood on their hands. They're all at fault, and uh, they need all the help they can get at this point if they're going to defeat, defeat, defeat Brainiac. Uh, Jaina suggests that they go to Kryptonopolis, get allies, raise an army uh, from the other city states. Nyssa even offers to get the help of her sisters uh, in Kryptonopolis. Uh, but General Zod, Zod says there's really no time. We need to act alone. Seg proposes a third way, which is they provoke Brainiac into revealing that he is an alien during the Nova Cycle celebration that night, and people will see it. They'll they'll rise up against him, and they'll have their army. Pretty solid plan. Pretty pretty good plan. In theory. In theory. On paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty clever of him. Mm-hmm. Another person who's clever is Valel because he actually fixes the Zeta beam. Uh, and uh, after her funny, uh, funny exchange with with Adam, I really love. There's a few lines in this episode, you know, that I, I just I, I have to I have to call out. Uh, uh, it's it. So the the Derek, I don't know how you want to deal with the with the swearing, but let's say uh, let's put it this way. He. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Adam is in such disbelief that uh, that Val has fixed the Zeta beam that he says that Val must be um, crapping him. 
excrementing yeah. him. Yeah. Um, no, that's gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Repulsive. I certainly am not. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. But he does ask him, you know, if you if you're not a hero, you wouldn't be here. You know, you if you you the fact that you're here, you chose to come here, it shows that you can still do the right thing. And this is when Adam says, you know, I wanted to become a hero, get noticed by the Justice League and kind of gain my own self-respect. But he realizes in talking to Val that he needs to kill General Zod and stop stop them from saving Kandor. If they save Kandor, then then they save Krypton and then Superman's never sent to Earth. And he erases his conversation with Val. And uh, uh, and at this point is when he says, piss off ghosts piss off in a British ghosts. accent, which very much seems like a Thor Ragnarok reference. And I loved it. it. I can tell you it is. And the reason why is Cam is, uh, I guess, friends with the filmmakers of Thor Ragnarok. And it was a shout out to them. Nice. Love it. Yeah. So love it. Correct. Yes. The, the, again, one of my favorite lines from that movie. So I, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> like yep, I was yep. parked up. And I was like, ah, it sounds like Taika Waititi right there. Well, we get to the Nova Cycle ceremony. And just as Seg and company are about to fire on Brainiac, hoping to provoke him, uh, one of the Voice of Rao disciples speaks out uh, and and says, you know, he's not he's not who... Uh, who he you think he is? He's something else. I believe and Brainiac same, very quickly. I believe it was the same girl from Six, was it not? That Ona asked who was given weird looks when when uh, Ona Ona came on board. Corey may know better than we do, but that's who I. Oh yeah, was. yeah. Onda is the uh, is the character that points out that the uh, the voice of Rao is. Uh, not who he says he is. There you go. But yes, yeah, yeah. She's she's introduced in. Uh, she's introduced. Uh, I think she's introduced in s- the beginning of seven. I I don't remember if she was in six or not. Okay. I, I couldn't remember if she was the one that Ona asked what was wrong. Oh, that was Sevy. Yeah, that was Sevy. You're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got that one wrong. Well, I deduct a point for myself and give it to Corey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I work on the show, so yeah. I, that's not fair on my Cor- part. Corey's winning, just for the, just for the record. <laughs> Corey's winning. <laughs> Do nothing. Two nil. So, yeah, he uh, he quickly, you know, he's he's got the the mind of a, a PR professional because he spins it so quickly. Uh, he says, yes, I have become more. And, and you know, the, the flame that he's presiding over, the flame he's supposed to put out for the end of the Nova Cycle, he becomes engulfed in flame. He's He's transformed before them. He's transfigured before them, and he says... That there'll be no more uh, rank versus rankless. All will become immortal. Anybody who wants to come with him can live forever. We're gonna drain and the swamp. We're gonna. Yep. Yep. We're gonna, yep. <laughs> we're gonna hit all the all the high points. <laughs> he's well. What he's saying is that you know, as mayor, he's gonna clean up this yeah, town. Yeah, he's exactly right. <laughs> Good. I, you can start I, uh, with the floor. I say that. I say this in total jest, but. Uh, it, it, in in my little comic book fan head, I'm reminded of the scene in uh, Batman Forever when um, the Riddler uh, installs his uh, brain draining uh, you know, little uh, boxes mm-hmm. all around Gotham, and then everyone's all about it, like, "Ooh, cool! I want something to plug into my head." And, yeah. and little did they know, it's it's, it's Twitter. It's, yeah, it's Twitter, it's Twitter. and, and yeah. it is. It's become Twitter. But yeah. yeah, I like to liken that voice of Rao is like, let me give you all the things you need right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so yeah, pretty cool moment with the, uh, the CGI here and very uh, much voice of Rao showing off his ability for sure. Really badass, and obviously screws over Sag and the uh, oh yeah, Kryptonian, the Candor clan. Who now? What, what's their next move going to be? So. Uh, Corey, what's their next move going to be? <laughs> well, let me tell you everything. Uh, okay, thank <laughs> God. It took an hour. Come on. <laughs> um, I would think, obviously, you know, the, the, the few and the proud that they are, they're going to need more. Uh, so that I, I would hope that they start recruiting more people to help them in their, in their cause. But we've only got three, uh, three hours left, and... We were kind of talking about timeline today on how this show takes place over 
the series season takes place over the a week and a half to two weeks mm. um, total. Um, can you tell us how much more time is left? Is that, is that spoilery? I don't know if I can. Okay, that's I don't know if I can. Right. Yeah, mm. sorry about that. That's all right. Can you tell us what the seventh letter of the alphabet? Is? I mean, I'm just going to start coming up with other things <laughs> <to ask you. laughs> at this point. Um, what What have you enjoyed the most about getting to be a part of this process uh, these last several uh, months? The, the what I've enjoyed the most is the the team that I that I work with, uh, spending time with them, all of us having similar conversations to what you guys are having uh, and all the fans are having. Just like how cool it is that we get to um, play around with these characters and all the cool CG moments, and all the comic book references and all the movie references and just being able to build upon the mythos of Superman, his, the history of, uh, his homeworld Krypton. So, um, I, I had always had this bucket list when I first moved out to LA that, okay, yeah, I want to be a filmmaker or I, I want to work in TV. It'd be really cool to work on a Superman show, but you know, that must be, you know, Smallville's already happened at that point, And then Man of Steel already happened. So I must've missed the boat, you know, uh, that that's it. I don't know what else is going to happen. And then this show comes around and they, and, uh, you know, I get, I go in for the interview and they're like, yeah, we're making this, uh, Superman, uh, you know, his home world Krypton. We're going to, we're going to go there and we're going to tell that story. Uh, I heard you we hear you're a Superman fan. Oh yes. And I like went on for like 10 minutes about <laughs> how much I love Superman and, and how it would be just amazing to be a part of the show. And just to be here now talking to you all about it is uh, very surreal and uh, again, is a blessing and is is very I'm very grateful for the opportunity. And uh, but yes, to circle back, I'd like to say that everyone on our team, uh, writing, uh, production in post-production, which is where I work, uh, has been wonderful to work with. So that that has been great. I mean, you you had him sold in the interview at the 10 minute mark. I don't know why you felt the need to take your pants off and show him the Superman. <laughs> it's like, we, we, get, we got it, dude. Put it back on. You got the job. <laughs> like no i want to show you i'm devoted seriously i just want to show you it's definitely a perk to to know to know stuff about the source material i mean i'll get a will get a question occasionally but obviously like we're doing our own thing so like a lot of the questions i get it's like i don't think that's ever been addressed in the comics before like go i mean yeah like whatever you guys are going to come up with is is going to be new mm-hmm. uh, so that's been probably the most exciting thing for the writers and 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 the production accordingly it's just like yeah we get to kind of do our own thing but still but oddly enough still stay true to the comics by doing our own unique thing so so when uh when season two renewal rolls around we hope you are still with the show obviously that's that's yes me too that's the goal i assume um and uh obviously i i just don't see how there cannot be a season two uh especially with what's coming down the pipeline in the next couple episodes and where, where things are going to get left off with this finale cliffhanger is going to be, uh, yeah, oh, you're yeah. going to need a season two. That's all I'm going to say. I think, <laughs> I think that's, they're going to be begging for a season two. As soon as the finale, uh, goes into the end credits, you're going to be begging for it. Absolutely. I guarantee you. Corey, thanks for uh, joining us today. We hope you'll come back and talk again with us, uh, in the future. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Frank? Derek? Okay, I'll just make sure you're still there. <laughs> Tell them where they can find us online. They can find us over at kryptonpodcast.net. They can uh, send us listener emails at mail at kryptonpodcast.net. We are on Twitter at shoe krypton uh and you can find us uh anywhere you can find podcasts it's on apple podcasts where you can you know leave us ratings and reviews which we really really appreciate very important to us for for getting the word out there about the show you can find us on spotify you can find us on stitcher you can find us on uh overcast really anywhere you can find podcasts you'll you'll find us on, on your app of choice 
and uh, of course, you want to make sure you check out uh, Stark Expo Live, right, Derek? We want people to, to join us Expo there and hang Live. out with us. If you're uh, if you listen to Start with House of L, or if you listen to the uh, With Brian Austin Green podcast, Brian and I and Frank will be in Atlanta uh, later this summer for a live taping of With Brian Austin Green. So you won't want to miss that. Tickets actually went on sale Tuesday uh, through Eventbrite. So you can check that out, starkexpolive.eventbrite.com to get your tickets to that. And uh, also want to mention Corey's uh, on Twitter. You can follow him at Corey Trench. Um, and you can go direct all your questions to him now. <laughs> <laughs> People are still bugging me about the Easter egg in the pilot. Okay, I, I want to talk about that, but I didn't know if you would be willing to talk about that. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to reveal it. You're not gonna. I, but, I didn't figure you'd reveal it. Could you narrow it at all? Yeah, for I, us? I, you know what? I I think that's fair. Okay. Uh, I'll, I will narrow it for you guys. Okay. So it seems like everybody's looking for a visual, um, you know, Easter egg, mm-hmm. but it's something you'd have to listen for. I will say that much. Hmm. Okay. Wilhelm scream it is. <laughs> it's a Wilhelm scream. Um, your tweet, what was your tweet, the exact wording? I can't remember now um, where this got started a while back. Oh, it, it, uh, I had mentioned that there is a Man of Steel reference that David Goyer specifically wanted in uh, the, the pilot. For Krypton, but no one has caught it yet. No one's mentioned it. No so uh, it. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for someone to point it out. Do we? Do we get a non-prize if we go back and find it? <laughs> <laughs> My goal over the next three weeks, challenge accepted. I will be finding the hidden uh, audio Easter egg in the pilot. Cool. I look forward. It's to gonna it. happen, and then you nice. all can you know fly me out to Belfast or whatever you want to do from there. <laughs> Corey, thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate the invite for sure. We'll see you guys next time on Star Wars House of Bell. Bye.